Now we are still working on reinventing yourself, the key to continuous growth and multiplied success. How many of you are tired of growing? Are you? Talk to me. Are you tired of growing? Are you tired of growing? How many of you are tired of succeeding? You just want to stay where you are now. Nobody should disturb you. Praise the Lord. It's important. Very important. Now, to move forward, um, we are going to be dealing with stagnation. And the reason we are dealing with it is because um, the traps of stagnation come in disguise. The traps of stagnation come in disguise. It's not something that comes with two horns, a tail, and a fork. I said it yesterday. Are there demonic cases where men are hindered by demonic forces? Yes, there are. And it is rampant. But I told you yesterday, I said that is the easiest case to what? To handle. If a person's case is demonic and only demonic, he doesn't have a problem. I'm serious. The devil is already defeated. All the person needs is to come into the knowledge and the light of what Jesus has done for him. That's all. He will walk out. And in case the person um, doesn't grow in that knowledge himself, God in his providence have men who have come into that place of authority and are anointed to deal with that. One word and it's settled. The real issue is not really what demons are trying to do in terms of attacking um, people in their health, in, 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 in their uh, possessions or engineering circumstances against them. No, the real issue is the demonic programming inside the person. So after you cast the demon out, that programming has to be worked on. That's what keeps people bound. And because stagnation comes in the skies, most people don't even know when they have entered into a trap that will keep them stagnated, they get to a level of success and they just stop there. They can no longer just move beyond it. They are making efforts and it is visible that they are making efforts. They can't tell why they can't just move from this. That particular level. They're just staying in one level, like moving around a mountain. Just plus, minus, plus, minus. Always addition, retrogression. But at the end of the year, after three years, four years, five years, if they tell themselves the truth, they are still within the same region 
the same level of success. Nothing has actually changed. So, I, I told you that when you see stagnation anywhere, there are three key things that are responsible for it. Three key things. If we, because I'm not talking to demon-possessed people. I'm talking to believers. This is a believers meeting. I'm not even talking to demon-oppressed people. <laughs> the people I'm talking to have been long liberated by the Lord. And you've been delivered from any form of oppression through knowledge. You've been brought into light. So the, the, the demonic has no, has no place here. If we are doing a crusade or we are in a larger service where a whole lot of people and we are expecting the crowd to come in, I'll be talking about that as one of the issues. So let's have an honest conversation. The first is lack of vision, I told you yesterday. In the morning, I, I mentioned it, I emphasized on it. In, this in the evening, I did so. Lack of vision. Which I told you is the third greatest tragedy I've seen in life. The first is a man without Christ. The second is a man who has come to Christ but lives his life neglecting the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Trying to do life on his own without the help and the guidance and the leading of the Holy Spirit. Very A serious tragedy. Because that kind of man, even though he's a Christian, will move from one disappointment to different delays, to frustration, and ultimately end in regret. It's like a man has a destination where he's going to. God himself has given him a GPS device. Encoded this thing inside of him that will lead and direct him. Take him through the best way and the best path and he will arrive safely and the guy decides I'll put it off. He doesn't know where he's going and yet he despises and ignores God's GPS device. So he's without direction. He's without guidance. But the third greatest tragedy I've seen, the third greatest tragedy is a man who is in Christ. A man who is anointed. A man who is full of the Holy Spirit. A man who is godly. A man who loves God. Knows the ministry of the Holy Spirit. But limits God by his vision. He doesn't see far. Doesn't see far. The power of God is present. Blank check. I want you to watch this. Blank check. And he's right here to make men. And he puts out a blank check and says, Whatever you ask, check it. 
Check it in the scriptures. Jesus taught this over and over again. God takes you on according to what you desire. It's what you desire that decides what God performs. Blank check. Whatever you dream of, whatever you desire, I'm going to do it. What do you want? Bring out 11 people and you'll be amazed what they say they want. You'll be amazed at the level people dream. You'll be, it's a great tragedy. You'll be amazed of what they pray for, what they are asking for. You will start shaking. You start shivering. Is this all? Many are so short-sighted that what they ask for is immediate relief from immediate circumstances and immediate needs. That's what they are. Forgetting that the smaller things you're asking for that is immediate is always inclusive of the greater things you should ask for. When a man asks God to give him a city, can a man who has been given a city, a whole city listens to you, can he be looking for accommodation? He didn't hear what I just said. But if you ask some people to pray, they say, God, give me accommodation. A man who has received a city, can he be looking for an accommodation? People will be greeting him with properties. So, what he's praying for, they need to have a house, is inside the blessing, the inheritance of a city. He's busy every day asking God, give me a house, give me a house, I want a house. Every time he's planning is to make money, to save money, to raise a house. But yet, the same energy, the same faith would have been used for something greater. Something greater that having a house will no longer be an issue. I can't imagine myself asking God to give me a house. It's a prayer that I've never imagined. I've never imagined. I'm talking about being a 17-year-old. I, I didn't imagine it. Because my eyes were set on greater matters. Karando Sakataya. May you receive grace. Karito Shaka. May you receive spiritual capacity to see further than the immediate. To see as God sees. Lack of vision. Everywhere you see people who are little, the first thing you must know is their visions are little. And God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above. And please, 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 let me say this. Please, 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 don't insult grace. Don't insult God. There is nothing. If God said whatever you ask, I will do it. Don't insult God and say, boy, you asked it, but it didn't happen. I can authoritatively tell you that anyone who is not growing never asks for that level. I can authoritatively tell you 
He may have mentioned it here and there. He may have wished it here and there. But you have never seen a man who stood on a place of prayer. And this parable he spoke that men ought to pray and not faint. A woman met a judge who feared. Luke chapter 18 verse 1. A woman met a judge who feared neither man or God. And asked and said, please give me justice. I want to be vindicated. Give me justice. Give me justice. And this judge didn't listen. But this woman wouldn't stop. This woman wouldn't stop. This woman wouldn't stop. And she kept. And now the judge. Keep going, please. Yet, because this widow troubles me. Have you ever bombarded heaven and earth? Have you prayed a prayer for three months, not season? If it will take that. Because the objective of praying is to be answered. Is to receive what you pray for. That means prayer is not yet through until there is a receiving. There are ones you will receive immediately. There are ones you will receive one week after. There are ones you will receive three months after. Every seed and every plant or tree doesn't grow at the same rate. Elijah put his head in between his knees. Seven times he said, go and check. Until there was a cloud gathered in the sky like the fist of a man. He didn't stop. That means when you pray about a thing and there is no yet a note of victory and you stop, you have not prayed. The truth is, many of us have not yet prayed about what we say we want. I say it authoritatively. The scripture says you have not because you ask not. You had not because you asked not. Have you prayed for three months? Have you fasted for 21 days about a matter? Say, God, give me this. Until your spirit takes hold of it. And you know that you know that you know. I'm not talking about all these modern things. Morning devotion here and now. Let me pray here and now. The next thing you're watching movie. You've got to be skilled in the things of the spirit. Listen, the, the things of the spirit are not hard. They are not hard. The things of the spirit are not hard. Just look at the scripture. It shows you another dimension of prayer. Yet, because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her. Lest by her continual coming, she wearies me. Look at the next verse. Then the Lord said to her, hear what the unjust judge. He said, this judge is unjust. This one is not um, God. No, he said he's unjust judge. How much more the just righteous God? By oath, he said, when you pray, I hear. I won't turn you around. He said, and shall God not avenge his own elect? Who cry out what? Who cry out what? Who is telling this parable? Jesus Christ. Though he bears long with them, if he takes long, don't let him go. 
if you knock and it doesn't appear to open bank on it, though he bears long, say, but I tell you, he will avenge them speedily. The Lord told me something. He said, son, if you pray for something and it's not changing, keep praying. It means that the first answer I'm giving is not changing the thing. It's changing you. Keep praying. It means that in that process of praying, I'm preparing you for the answer for what you are praying for. Just keep praying. He said the real answer is first I am changing you. I am preparing you so that when I release what you've prayed for, what I release over you will not destroy you. There is nothing you ask the father. He says no. All of his promises in Christ are yes and in him. Amen. God never says no. If he takes time, don't think he said no. Keep praying. Something is happening behind the scene. He's working something out. And the major thing is that in that prayer, he's preparing you. As you keep praying, you notice that after a while, your prayer points will keep changing. Because you are changing. The change is happening in you. After a while, you keep changing. After a while, he'll fine-tune your love life. After a while, before you were praying for that and out of lust, now you're praying out of purpose. Then you're praying out of love. Something will just keep changing. By the time that thing comes, you'll be ready for it. Lack of vision. Lack of vision. 